Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Night before the derby and I'm in Manchester and with a city mate of mine and he's just talking to me. Go on, what are you saying? Be honest. Yeah, I'm going to be very, very honest that the derby doesn't mean anything anymore. For 25 years of my adult life, I used to dread it because I used to expect that we were going to get leathered. But weirdly, every three to five years we beat you weirdly with the worst like team of journeymen. Now I expect to beat you. And... All the, all, the, all, the, all the tension has gone now. I've said this to you before. Tension's gone now. Just expect to beat you now. Not in an arrogant way, just because that's what normally happens. And you're saying that those 20 years of United dominating... That was painful. It was really painful. I hated it. I'll be honest with you. Yes, I'm going to admit now, I was bitter and jealous. Um, did, you, did you dislike individuals or the institution the that is Manchester United? Um, all of it. The institution, um, the individuals... Hate individuals. Which players did you not like? Oh, fucking Mosley, Neville, Keane. Great players, though. They were great players. City, City fans never disputed that they were talented players. We just fucking hated them. Because we were so shit. You had your moments, didn't you? Yeah, we used to beat you when... Um, now, which of when your we moments never did you enjoy? The 5-1. Um, like 89. The, the, the two, was it the 2-1 or 3-1 on the, the, the Munich 50-year anniversary? Um, when the, the last derby at Main Road, Neville Gota... Um, Your fans were very good on that Munich anniversary. Yeah. No, they were. Listen, Everyone was expecting listen, you to spoil I, it and I, you didn't. I, I hated United all my life, I still do. But at the end of the day, my mum's dad is a massive died in the more United fan. All my mum's side of the family are Reds, and I don't hate them. Just hate, like, you, for example. <laughs> you don't hate me because you're my mate. I don't, of course you don't. I don't know, I can't explain it. Do you hate me? Because I'm a City fan. No. There you go. I respect you for supporting your team. Just, just want your when team I, when to, I, when to I watch, lose. When I watch United, I, I do hate them, but I don't hate you or, like, for example, your granddad. I can't explain it. Nobody can. It's ridiculous. It's, it's nonsense. But what, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm when an intelligent, educated person. It makes no sense. Um, now I'd, 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 you've lost your aura. Now. We've got Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it'll come back. I know it's never going to go away because it's so... You're frightened of us coming back? Nah, not really. No, because we're, we're at such a high level of strength. I can't see City slipping. We're such... They're going to slip. No, yeah, no, no team no, stays no, at the yeah, top. We'll, we, we, we'll definitely have periods of, you know, of, of non-success, non but we're not going to go back to the depths that we swam 20 years ago. Are there any United players you'd like in your team at the moment? Rashford be fucking great on our bench be great to bring off the bench well your manager thinks he's good enough to start in your team I think he's not so stick that in your pipe <laughs> I'll smoke it <laughs> who are your best players this Kevin season De this season Kevin De Bruyne Edison always Kevin De Bruyne um, uh, Kyle Walker's been super Fernandinho always I like he's my, if I had to choose one certain player I like yeah. it would be him I, I, he's my he's Tell you why. He's my just uh, very, very good things about him. Me, me, me and my best mate Steve sit behind his family, and they're all just brilliant. They're all brilliant humans. He speaks Russian. No. He speaks English. That's what you're, 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 you're I know. He's a captain of a club. Yeah. 
it shut down the next. When he's a great human, you're right. When it went to war, Ask Benny. Benny knows this. Benny's spent a lot of time with a lot of city players. Um, Fernandinho with his, his lad Braden, and he said, "By far the best of the city players, Fernandinho, because yeah. he's, he's also got young children as well." So he he's knows done what a, I mean. he's done a lot. He's to a help great person. Fred Settle in Manchester he's as well. A great person. We all know that. Anyway, enough of Fernandinho. Yes. Do you think Guardiola's going to stay? I think he'll stay for next season. After that, I don't know. I think he seems really happy. It's a great place to be uh, a manager, isn't it? When you've got your boss is Catalan and got the same understanding. Yeah, I think he'll stay. One more year at least, and I think well, he'll stay. You're asking me. The answer's no. Why? Should have gone to Man United. By the way, have you noticed how much he loves City? Have you noticed he loves City, by the way? He no. loves the club. He loves it. He loves it, mate. He's all over it. Why? He's a manager. He speaks fucking Spanish. I don't. Yeah, but he's, he loves the place. You can tell he's got he's got the management structure around him. He's got great players. He said the, the same Premier about Mancini with his, just because he wore a blue scarf. And Mancini, uh, yeah, he, he loved it as well. He got fucking sacked. Fairly. I don't think so. I mean, I'd like to, uh, we loved him, but he. You think you're going to win the European Cup this year? I think it's 40, 60. I think we've got a 40 percent chance of winning. Do you remember when, um, we'd win it. Do you remember when you booked an hotel in Madrid last year? I booked one in Istanbul as well, Hotel Vincenza. <laughs> have, you, have you booked it? <laughs> yeah. You did not. Have you? Yeah, just it. No, I believe you. Booked you booked it. Mate. You yeah, booked yeah. it. Of course, I have. Listen, City are going to get to the Champions League final within the next one to five years. So you just keep guaranteed. booking hotels? So I'll always book wherever they are. Uh, except if the Champions League final's in Manchester, then I won't need one. So yeah, of course I've booked one. And then you've got the, you won the League Cup, you've got, you've got three, the FA Cup. three single beds in it, so I'm going to get nine in there. <laughs> That'll be your away following there. No, I'm Right, so prediction for the derby, please, at Old Trafford. You've got um, a very good record, and I don't like that because I'd be more confident if United were playing at City. But at Old Trafford, it's terrible. I somebody's saying, I think City will probably win because we normally do, and that, that's not arrogance, it's just fact. Um, you've been beating us when we don't expect you to. I think we'll win tomorrow. Actually, City are due to give someone a hammering. Um, keep playing teams off the park and winning 1-0, 2-0. I'm going to say 3-0. Enjoy that. We're not going to enjoy it. No, we'll put it in five beats. Put it in five and smoke And how's Brian Kidd thought of? I love Brian Kidd. He's, um, he's got the most mank accent. It's like, he's so mank it hurts. Um, he wants, it's great. I once interviewed him and he said that. Who do you think uh, he would want to win, though? Push comes to shove in the Manchester Derby when he's not working for City. He's more red than blue. Yeah, he's, 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 he's more red, red than blue. He's but an he, original red. Yeah, he, he is, but I think when he's professional and he's working with City, he probably wants to see the fruits of his labour. He's tomorrow to win. But he's, he's an employee of Manchester City. It's weird, do not it? It's, it's like, um, there's not many blue reds that we know. How was Peter Schmeichel thought of at your place? Looking back, Andy Coleswell, I hate the fact that we should have to like, absorb X. Reds at the end of the career because he's fucking to desperate. Be fair to Cole, right? Yeah. Cole did very well for you. He worked his nut off for you. He did. And Tony Schmeichel, they both did very well, but looking back, I hate the fact that we had to just rely on that because we, we were desperate, needed that experience. Now we don't need it to have like an ex red, like fucking mercenaries. Horrible. <laughs> Cole wasn't a mercenary. Cole's yeah, family lived in Manchester. 
yeah. and he was playing yeah. for Portsmouth yeah. Yeah. and he got Mercy, offered to play for Manchester yeah. City. Possibly Mercy is not the right word, but it, it, it didn't feel quite right. It doesn't feel right, quite right looking back. At the time, we appreciated him because he was a great player. We, we were shit and he was a great player. And we... Um, yeah, we probably appreciated him because he was quality. He was a great player. But right. we needed it. We don't, we, we don't need it anymore. And I'm glad we don't, we're not in that situation anymore. Put it this way... Um, Phil Jones won't be fucking appearing for City anytime soon, will he? He's an honest pro who tries his best. Yeah, but he won't be fucking <laughs> trying to head balls off the fucking ground for us anymore. You never um, know. Right, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Thank you for your time. It's Derby Day in Manchester. I'm stood on a football pitch in Charlton. Uh, watching under the 13s game and the Emirates. A380 is making its daily departure to Dubai. So you might be able to hear that above. The Metrolink is going past towards Charlton and towards Old Trafford. And my little brother's playing. And I'm speaking to Nairi. She's trying to walk away from me. Nairi, come here, please. She was last on the podcast at Wolves Away. Ari, can you tell me about this football team? Just tell me the name of them. Come here. So she goes to lots of... Come here, just tell me about the team. Just tell me the name of them, please. Our team. Your team. Withinshaw Town Mavericks. And how long have you been involved with them? Oh, since they were under seven. Seven years. So you and Fergus, you manage them? Yep. And is it a struggle, football of this age in Manchester? Because you were telling me that teams are dropping out of the league. It's a struggle to get managers, definitely. Um, we're in a very small division. Why, in the why is it a struggle to get fixtures? To get teams playing at the same development level and then you have a lot of cancellations because of weather, so then it's getting pitches. I think maybe the league needs to look at getting three, four G pitches available. What's the general over quality this side? of the pitches? Grass pitches aren't great with the weather. How many game? What percentage of games do you lose to weather? Personally, our team doesn't because we fundraise to hire. But most most teams are maybe six, seven games behind us Just in, because the, of in the league because of waterlogged pitches. But then the monopoly of getting a, a 4G pitch is that many teams and so few pitches over the south side of Manchester compared to. Other, side, other parts of Manchester, they have a lot more 4G facilities. So if there were more all-weather pitches in South Manchester... Then there'd be more games be played. For... Massively more. So you fit this in around going to every United game? Yep. You go with your family, you go with your boys? Yep. All the games? All the games. You got to Austria this week? I am. Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Oh! Sorry, we're watching a live game Good save. Um, so <laughs> tell me what your plans are for Austria. Uh, fly out of Birmingham to Vienna yeah. Wednesday morning. Train to Linz. How much you paid for your train? Thirty-five euros for two of us, Andy. What have you paid? Return. No, one way. For two of you. Yeah, fifteen um, pound each way. I've paid twice as much as you. Have you? I've paid eighty-one euros. Alf, you found that out. You go on the OBB, which How did is. How you find the... out the OBB website? I had a good look around, and that's the cheapest. Because I went cheapest. on Google. And what did you type in? Cheap train tickets, Austria. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I got complacent because Belgium was that good for trains, good value. You just yeah. turn up 
and it's like 10 quid even to go two hours. And I probably was expecting an open for the same in Austria. And it's not. Take two, no. it's the same well, as the it flight. Is. It's well, it is. It's 15 pounds each you've way. Walked around, so nice, nice yeah. one for that. Um, the Europa League's worth winning? Definitely. Anything's worth winning. What have you made of the progress, if you call it progress, under Ollie? You, are you an Ollie fan? Uh, I stand by what I said at Wolves. I don't think changing the manager is going to make a drastic what, difference. I think it's higher up where the problem lies. Until that changes, I don't think anything will change. But they have started doing slightly better. So, um, so the, the issue you think is more with Ed Woodward or with the ownership with the Glazers? Both. Do you both. like to see both change? Yeah, but I think we've got to be realistic. I can't see the Glazers going. There's no reason for them to go. You said things are looking up. We're playing better. Playing better. Fernandez has we're, been good, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Someone that... And we can now get a corner into where it's meant to go. About time. About time, definitely. When he pinged it in at Chelsea and yes. Maguire, who should have scored more. Well, then if we could play Chelsea every week, that would be good. Yeah, we'll come on to City in a second. Um, other players, Luke Shaw's been playing well. All oh, you're not, you're not them, having that? Uh, well, they all play well to the, the level, their ability level. I'm not convinced that all these players are Manchester United standard. But, but we have to start growing from where we are. What was the trip to Derby like for you on Thursday? Well, we had to wait for the kids to finish school, so it was a pretty late start. But it was good, great atmosphere. Same as it was several years ago. Yeah, it's always a great atmosphere at Derby. Uh, Do you take your boys to every game? Yeah. Travel by train? Do they see the country? Oh, yes. And they love it? They do. And it says a family you're going everywhere? Yeah, they love it. Every, they'll do as many Europeans as, as they can get out of school to do. And what are the teachers like? What's their attitude like? They're seeing the world. Good luck to them or uh, don't take them well, out of school. Well, let's say the teacher texts us to say, I've told the boys they've drawn Bruges and I suggest you take them. OK. And that's the school telling me to take them out. Because they're so. seeing the world now. Yeah, exactly. And the learning of exactly. Bruges. Exactly. So you spent the afternoon in Bruges in the art museum, then? Yeah. There was art on the walls in the bath. We did do a bit of sightseeing. We stayed till Saturday. That's the joys of the Europa League, you see. You know, you... You can stay till Saturday. How are you feeling about the derby today? Uh, I'm never confident in a derby, albeit I'd be more confident playing them away than I would at home. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you. Another gentleman there from Straban, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You come to every game? Yeah, well, if we can, yeah, I won't. <laughs> and this season, how many have you missed? Uh, funny, I've only missed one game this season. I was Bournemouth away. Every other game I've done, home and away in Europe. Why did you miss Bournemouth? It was just a, even though it was a half twelve kickoff on the Saturday, it was just the flight. I couldn't get home on the Saturday night because of uh, family things on the Sunday. So just I couldn't. If I had got home, I would have done it. But so uh, a typical game for you, and you're doing this twice a week. Yeah. Is drive to Belfast International. Yeah. Drive, drive, drive. It was about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minute drive. Fly to Manchester. Fly to Manchester. Or Liverpool? Or Liverpool, depending on that. Yeah, well, Hoover's the cheapest, but obviously... What are you paying returns on average? I'd say average is about £80 return. But obviously that's going to change now with Liverpool doing well in the league. 
because there's more people from Northern Ireland starting to travel using EasyJet more. So you've seen them? You've seen planes oh, the Scouts? Oh, unfortunately, yeah. And how does the flyby going bust, how does that affect you? Well, it's going to affect massively because, you know, they had two or three flights maybe to Manchester daily. Now that's off, now they're going to be all lumping on the EasyJet. So obviously, not unless EasyJet put on more flights, it's going to be harder to get, you know, a flight but decent prices. It's going to be just through the roof. Remembering my family's lost a job. She worked with them for 21 years. So if you've got a job for Katie and Air Stewardess, please get in touch with us here. <laughs> stand. Been there a long time. She's very reliable. She needs a job. And she was doing the Manchester Edinburgh route, Manchester Exeter route. and uh, I've probably been on the place. <laughs> you might know her. We better not get too deep in. And... And is it not? Have you ever thought about just moving to Manchester? Ah, I should have done it long ago. Yeah, just too long on the tooth now, too old. I should have done it. So, you, so you've got an understanding work where yeah. they, they appreciate that you, you go to all games, or maybe they don't appreciate it. Mm, well, uh, well, look at my boss as a United fan, so I'm get him tickets for Old Trafford, and that right. keeps it sweet. So, so that's the payoff, yeah, is it? Yeah, payoff. And is the supporters club? Yeah, Oma. Yeah, I run the supporters club in Oma. Yeah. You've been in United We Stand. That's right, yeah. And the, the biggest town to you will be Derry? Yeah, Derry would be the biggest, yeah. London Derry, if Mr. Creran's listening. <laughs> and United are massively popular there. Did you see the survey came out last week? It was in the Republic, but I think it also included Northern Ireland, just United and Liverpool. Oh, uh, far and away the most popular mm-hmm, clubs. Definitely, yeah. Do you get many City fans coming over? Uh, well, not, not, believe it or not, not really, no. Even, you know, there's... Uh, I know City fans back at home. I've seen maybe eight or ten on a, even a flight. If we're playing them away, I still get cheap flights at the last minute because they're not travelling from Northern Ireland. Like. And they're City fans who've been long-time City fans? They, they, they actually are. Years, no, yeah. they actually are, yeah. In fact, they're, they're men in their, their 50s and 60s. You know, they, they have been following City. Proper for, blues. Pro, they are, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. How are you feeling about the game today? Uh, I think, well, we're playing more offensive, you know, Bruno's there now and I think the whole team's responding better to him you know we're driving forward he's, he's all over the pitch you know his play's very good so Fred's played a lot better McConaughey's playing better the whole if we can do that control the midfield stop them from scoring I think we'll beat them we've got a new United we stand out today and we've got Harry Gregg on the cover um, Bandit who's done the artwork he's done a, a really good job of it we've probably had a bigger feedback to that cover than, than any that we've ever had and, and that surprised me if I'm honest and the Greg family got in touch uh, all of them and it's a big family so we're posting copies out to them uh, and lots to call rain which is quite close to you isn't it yeah. how how, um, can you tell how important Harry Greg is in, in your part of the world oh, well Harry Greg George Best they're all legends back home you know a lot of United fan base is based on them players you know Seeing them players, that's when you start to follow United because of them players from home, you know. And why did you start following United? What was it? Uh, Stuart Pearson. Was it? Pancho Pearson, scoring Division 2. I just listened to the radio a lot, and then I just got his name kept coming up in Manchester United, and they were top of Division 2, and I thought, ah, oh, fancy. I like the sound of that. So, so you're in Straban, yeah, you're listening. To the radio Which radio station? Well, but whatever radio station, probably was, some of it was a long way at the times, especially European. I remember the radio whistling, and you could hear the fans in the background going, I'd love to be there someday, you know, as a kid. Like, so I, no, I used to go out with my father, he used to collect insurance the weekends, and I would have sat in the, the car, he was in farmhouses collecting money, and 
you know, and I was just sitting listening to the radio and the sports, and then I was Pancho Stuart Pearson scores again for Manchester United at the top of Division 2. Dad, I'm only following Man United. <laughs> I watched a big, long documentary about the Troubles before Christmas, and was Strabane, was it the most bombed town? Well, it's actually put it on the Google, most bombed town in Europe, Strabane comes up, yeah. It does have its fair, fair share of Troubles, yeah. And things are much better now. You're more optimistic oh, about the future, yeah. Without a doubt, I, without yeah. a doubt, you know. But peace in peace in Ireland. It'll only be peace in Ireland completely when it's actually people move on and forget about the past, you know, and be spread out of the families because it's passed down from generations. Even you know when you hear this Republicans you know, and, and loyalists when they're 21 years of age arrested, they think at 21 so the peace agreement's been 22 years. Ago, so, you know what's away, you know. So, I read a brilliant piece in the Face magazine, which has started publishing again. It's a it's sort of youth culture, but it was about the youth of, of Derry or, or London Derry, if Mr. Crowe was yeah. And uh, it's really interesting the generation of people who've never known trouble. So mm. it all comes from what the, the, yeah. the parents are saying. And some of them were saying they would do it the best of times, the worst of times. And it, it, I sensed a lot of optimism there. And when we did the piece on, on the branch, which she wrote, it was very much across communities. What is, yeah. It is. Our branch is very cross community, yeah. Uh, which is brilliant. You know, so stop the Asian if you travel on the coach, it's only the colours of Manchester United, red, white and black in the war. And and same for Liverpool to be fair, isn't it? That that, that they get good cross community support. Oh I, yeah. And then yeah. you get Rangers and Celtic, obviously. Not, well not cross community. Exactly, yeah. And then that's that's you know, it depends what town, city. You know, that community, that's a Catholic community, Protestant community, they, you, they get that following from there, but not so much in the rural areas. You know, it's, it's more Liverpool United. Do you sense that Celtic and Rangers are, are losing support among younger fans? That's what that survey said in, in the Republic of Ireland. And you're now seeing teams like Barcelona pick up young fans. I exactly. found that quite yeah. interesting because yeah. Celtic, it was United, Liverpool, and it was a mile to Celtic in third. And Celtic used to be much more popular, but... Mm-hmm. I was, well, up in, I was up watching them in, in Hamilton a few weeks ago and you know, the Celtic fans were very proud of, but they're, in, they're a big fish in, in a very small pool now. Yeah, true, yeah. No, you can even see like in the shirts of kids. You know, you're right about the Barcelona shirts, the Real Madrid shirts, you see them there more than you'd see in a Celtic shirt. You know, our Rangers shirt. So I definitely, I think it's... Tides turned a bit for them, like. So tell me your plans this week, then. I assume that you're going to Austria on yeah. Thursday. Wednesday. Right. Uh, so go home tonight and then... Manchester Friday. to Belfast tonight. Yeah, and then uh, Belfast to Manchester Tuesday, Birmingham Wednesday to Vienna, uh, down to Linz, stay there on Saturday, Sunday London, Saturday night, stay to Sunday, do Spurs, home Sunday. And how does normal life revolve around this? What do you... Friends and family just think it's. Well, I think they're used to it, don't Yeah. <laughs> and you've got you've come that often that you've got very close friends in Manchester, aren't you? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you watch my brother's team more than I do. <laughs> you do. I yeah. Because you're in. Well, I'm a season ticket here. I'm a season ticket. Yeah. Show, eh? how's, how's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, today they're not doing not too today, well, but they're playing a good well. team, top of the league, it's in a, Division One from. It, it's a very very good standard actually. Yeah. Thirteen year olds. Well, that's what I saying to your there, that the, the, the whole standard of junior football's massively improved over the years. Yeah. Like, you know, you can see it. Yeah. That's only going to be good. Grassroots football's going to be good for the future for even, you know, the England team. You know, if that youth's coming through and you've got that talent. Brother, come here. He used to pick up Dad a bit 
on the podcast, but you were, you were a good footballer at 14. Tell me what happened. You were playing for this team or, or one in South Manchester and then you got scouted. Yeah, I was playing for Broadheath at the time, so for about three months. Um, and then, yeah, Stockport picked me up. Stockport County? Yeah. And so you're playing with Stockport County? Yeah. And then what happened? Um, well, I was on trial for a bit. Um, did pretty well, scored a few goals, signed me up. Was there for two years, so I was 16, then got a, a YT. So I was there for two years, but just before I started it, I did um, my cruciate playing the cup final for school. So I was out for two years that I had my contract for. And then Manchester United had approached you? Yeah, that was um, when I was 15, 16. So I went on trial there for six weeks. And how was that? Because after your first trial game, I had two of the coaches there saying, why didn't you let us know yeah, about you? I did well, yeah, I did well in the trial match. I did all right. It's just tough to get in. It's quite a tight-knitted team. They were, some of them... They're all pretty selfish players, which you've got to be to be fair. They don't even make it. The star yeah, was, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Ben, ben Pearce. Ben Pearce is playing at... Uh, Championship level. Yeah, very good. Joe, Woff, Joe Rothwell. Yeah. He's at uh, Blackburn. Good player. So this is um, Kieran O'Hara's yeah, yeah. age group. Team. I think Kieran O'Hara's, Kieran O'Hara's a year below me. Right. So he's 24, isn't he? The star was that your team was um, Nick, Nick Barnby's son, Jack. Yeah. I think he's in Portland now in America. And when United just say thanks but no thanks, was you was you gutted or did you did you know that was coming? Gutted. The six weeks. Gutted, yeah, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Because you'd not done enough. Nah, wasn't won't not good enough now. And but then you got off a pro at the Stockport. Yeah. And then you did your cruise shirt and then it unravels and it's just how'd you look back at that stage in your life with frustration? Yeah, it's gutted. Gutted. Because of injury. Yeah. But it's just it's not problems now. Why? Just the because my uh, my legs are not right. Not right uh, ever since the, since the injury. So I still struggle to play now when it's cold. Seizes up. And you've, and you've got 24. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about the derby today? Optimistic. Yeah? yeah? Why? We're crap against City at home. I know, I know. But we've got Bruno now. If Marsh, if, it's quality, isn't it? Do you know what? It's, we've not had a play like that in, I don't know, you know, quite a long time. Just looks like something's going to happen every time he's got the ball. Brilliant, he's made yeah. a great impact, hasn't he? Yeah. Scored a few goals, got to see assists. He's lifted the team now, hasn't he? Is, is, would you say it's right to stick with Ollie, to persevere with yeah. Ollie? Yeah, Def- why? Definitely. Because I like him and he's got good intentions, to be fair. I don't think he's, he's not a top, top coach, but you can see what he's trying to do. He's team... when they beat City away twice. Yeah. But but... Then, then they lose against <laughs> Watford. Yeah. And it's Bournemouth. I know. And Newcastle. <coughs> and Palace. It's all about uh, Burnley consistency, isn't it? And, we're and just... who? Yeah, no, there's eight of them. Yeah, <laughs> but it's much better lately. And I know everyone's listening, going to be listening to this after the Derby game. So I'm, I'm going to go to Old Trafford now. I'm going to leave Charlton. Uh, Old Trafford's about three miles from here. I'm going to park up and uh, go and see the lads selling the new United We Stand, and then speak to loads of people after the game. It's weird, weird this because. Everyone will be really pleased because we've won or really pissed off if we've uh, Predictions. Prediction design. Okay, boys. Oh, what a goal. Right, predictions. Um, one all, and I'd settle for one all if I'm honest. 2-1 uh, one, United. 4-1 United. Yeah. <laughs>
five minutes to kick off and the music has been turned off to let the atmosphere build and it's actually working. I quite like this is the one. But this is working. Just in the main stand. I'm working myself today. The right words. Just to my left I can see Peter Schmeichel, Brian Robson. Don't mind having Brian Robson out on that pitch today. And you can hear the city fans to the right singing Oh what a night. Old Trafford, this is the theatre of dreams. Please welcome Manchester City and Manchester United. Oh, you heard that? Come on, Reds, get into him. Join you after the game. There's five minutes left and Old Trafford sounds fantastic. It's really loud. With the case dance singing, the banks of the River Irwell, Stratford End. It's not stopped all day. Started raining, but United are leading 1-0. Really enjoyable game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about Fred. I think he's been fantastic. I've just got a hold on. This was the time when uh, Liverpool got their equaliser. Just listen to that roar when United go forward. It's one of the most beautiful sounds in football. There's nothing choreographed about it. It's just a visceral, primal scream. Chance here for Bruno, who's been excellent once again. I suggested in the first half that somebody should build a statue of him on top of the Beaven Tower. Rather like Christ the Redeemer in Rio, with his arms outstretched, overlooking and protecting the good city of Manchester. Listen to the roar here for Fernandez, making the substitution to kill a minute. Fred giving instructions. The mood is unrecognisable from two months ago. Just got to hold on now. I'm still very nervous. I'm still very, very, very nervous. Sit with the best team in the first 20 minutes, but United have been well organised. Free kick which led to the goal was fantastic. Bruno just chipped it over and Martial he missed a couple of chances. He shot him from a very tight angle. I'm not sure whether Edison could have done better. This will be the first time I think that United have beaten City home and away in the league, if they, if they can hold on, in a, in a decade. Three straight wins against City. Oh, no. I could not see that happening. I would have said half an hour ago. This is really enjoyable watching United again. I'm nervous now. Listen to this. So the Stratford End is inviting City. Oh, Fred nearly connected with Dan James. It's inviting the City fans to, to leave and go home. Anyway, join me after the match. Let's hope we're talking about a win. Please. We made United 2 City nil. Old Trafford's absolutely bouncing. What do you make of that? Do you know what, Andy? I've not seen Old Trafford like that for a long time. The place is absolutely rocking and rightly so. 
Last point in performance. Yes, he had all the possession. But I tell you what, what performance by all the lads. Who played well for you? He didn't. They were all outstanding. You know, from, from David at the back, made two great saves. Harry Maguire won every single ball in the box. And Fred, wow. How good is he? Fernandez. He's a man, isn't he? <laughs> and Fernandez. Brilliant, yeah. So things are really looking up, aren't they, compared with two months ago when he got beat against Burnley? It's all doom and gloom, wasn't it? Ollie yeah. out, Ollie out. Listen to him. Yeah, Absolutely bouncing, mate. The place is bouncing. Thank you. Manchester Dread, pal. It's post-match after United have just beaten City by two goals to nil in the derby. Um, a pretty comfortable win for United in the end. And uh, obviously a great day. Buoyant, an absolutely buoyant United uh, crowd at the end of the game. Um, I've got the usual suspects with me. Uh, I've got smiling Anthony Shaw for once in his life. Even Stu Edwards is up here. And Anthony Williams absolutely steaming, so we'll probably try to swerve. <laughs> we'll probably try to swerve, believe me, as much as can. But oh. it, just, it just sums up the mood of, the, of what was an absolutely buoyant United um, crowd as they come out of the ground. Um, and... Anthony, a comfortable enough win, and for very much a deserved win for United today. Yeah, definitely. I'm absolutely buzzing after watching that. I think um, compared to what I was watching a year ago, you know, like at Goodison Park and all of those, um, I can't believe how much they're playing for each other, how much how much effort's going into the performances. Um, you know, even people like Luke Shaw, they're covering every you know they're covering every blade that they can to try and get the points for United and um, it's great to see and not just that as well you know not just um, running and defending um, we're also causing a lot of problems at the other end as well and I, I actually thought we could have had two or three goals today as well Stu Edwards even you're happy today? Yeah definitely would have took anything before the game I probably would have took a draw from being honest uh, happy De Bruyne wasn't playing obviously he's quality and they miss Silver as well you know they're going to they're going to miss Silver when he he, he leaves doesn't he? Well, he doesn't really start he doesn't start that often yeah. he doesn't even start from every week in the morning you can talk they miss De Bruyne and Laporte there's no doubt about yeah, that yeah so they do but they've still got enough quality on the bench and um, actually our bench today looked quite strong for you know and that's not been the case has it in the last uh, 12 months or so you know thankfully the likes of Phil Jones Lingard and Pereira weren't even on the bench but um Going back to, to the, the overall performance, uh, we had to stick at it the first 10-15 minutes. I think you mentioned before we'll give them a bit too much respect, maybe. Uh, but then it was a, a solid first half, really, and we got you know we got the goal. Um, and then second half, inevitable, we backed off, and the last 20 minutes was always going to be a bit cagey. Uh, and apparently we scored a second goal, didn't we? <laughs> well, we all missed obviously being consummate professionals. We are absolutely. But boy, mate, um, 15 minutes in, we both sat together. We both were a little bit worried about the pattern of the game. Yeah. But credit to United the way they turned it around. Yeah, we both said it. Um, first 15, 20 minutes, we thought, what the hell's going on here? Um, and then all of a sudden, United got wind of how poor they were approaching the game, and then just clicked into gear. But you got wind. No, it's weird though because they, they clicked into gear. That last 20 minutes of the first yeah. half, they were absolutely outstanding. Did, like, did, and like Sue said, they could have been two or three up. Well, did, did United just take 15 <clears> minutes to just weigh them out and say, let's see what you've got? And then when they realised it wasn't a lot, then they suddenly went, the, I know, the we'll play The thing is though, it's always risky with City with that because you need to... That sort of team. That, yeah, it did in the end, but you, with that sort of team, you've got, to, you've got to really put pressure on them from the off, really. And to... In the end, it works out, but you, it's a bit of a risk taking that, to be honest. When you know, I, I think it's a quite a sad reflection on like European football at the moment that you know they've got a defence that's so poor. You know that that United, I'd say United's attack isn't perfect. You know, I wouldn't call it one of the top ten in the world, but we can get at them so well. 
We, 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 all, we all got a little bit excited though when we saw their back four to, you know, for a club that with their resources, with their manager, yeah. for them to put out a back four like they did today with one or two injuries was probably inexcusable, yeah. wasn't it? And I think the, the, the thing that I've noticed about City in comparison to the last few years is they, they always give you a chance because they lose the ball in some really poor positions, you know, in their own half. And um, I thought United, they were so... I thought United absolutely petrified them at times when they were losing the ball in their own half. So, so much so that they had to foul us at times, didn't they, as well, you know, with the tactical fouling and stuff. And you're right, without a true number nine, let's be honest, you know, Martial's obviously playing up front and, OK, got the goal from a free kick, but without a, a real number nine, we've, we've caused them problems and, and we've probably had four or five decent chances. Yeah. I, I've watched him four or five times in, in this season. If, if he pulled the same sort of stupid faces that he does... Nobody would think more of Otamendi than they did Phil Jones, would they? Is he honestly... Yeah. He must pinch himself every day that he gets to play yeah. with them football. Well, because he's, he's that's got, one terrible... He's, he's got away with it in a, dece, in a really good side, so it doesn't show as much. But obviously, people are going to give Phil Jones more shit because it's in an average side. He's a massive and he's going to be showing up more. Yeah, he's so. a massive liability. Yeah. And like I said, when he played with company, obviously company dug him out loads of times. And he got yeah. booked today, didn't he? With like an hour yeah, of a get game to go. Yeah. And then you're just thinking, you know, I was thinking, you know, last 20 minutes or so, bring Greenwood or Gallo on to run at him. But we, we didn't really take that on, did we? And let's not forget that penalty decision the towards the end of the first half as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point Bloomy just makes that. I don't know if you've seen it since, but the, um, the booking of Fred in the first half. Yeah. Ridiculous. Was if anyone's seen it since, was an absolute nailed-on penalty for United. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but um, it there's probably not much to talk about that because not many people have seen it. Um, we've seen plenty of false dawns over the last six or seven years. United, you know, I remember the last great derby at home. We beat them four-two when they were struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, should we be genuinely excited about this current Manchester United time? Is the tide turning, or you know, do we start to rein it in a little bit that you know we might have won the game, but there's still a lot of work to do. I, I think, you know, I'm really happy just to see a United team that are all playing for each other and, you know, giving absolutely everything. Some of the, that defending in the second half, you know, people like Wamba Saka and Harry Maguire, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that our three wins against City this season, I think we'd have lost them all without Harry Maguire. I really do. And, if you know, if you put him in their back four rather than ours, I think we'd have lost every single one. So it's great to see that, you know, we've got defenders that love defending and... Um, Players are running for each other. It's a good point that makes, and one we've we've said this season. You know, when we, we we moaned at the start of the season when we wasn't breaking teams down, we said, you know, how, how could you not replace uh, Lukaku? Is it now coming to fruition that you could tell that Solskjaer's just gone? Listen, get the bad eggs out of this football squad. If I can't get them in yet, then fine. Yeah. I'll, I'd rather go have a weakened squad. I'd rather have kids yeah. in there, but just get them out, and I'll build from there. And I don't yeah. think he gets enough credit for that either, because like some people talk about. I've seen him his um, points tally compared to David Moyes, for example. And David Moyes took over a team of um, well, league champions, you know, course, yeah. and all he's took over a team and sold. Well, he, he sold Lukaku, who was one of his top five players, I'd say. He sold um, Chris Marlin and Ander Herrera as well. Um, he's lowered the wage bill massively. Then he got rid of Sanchez, and the only you know every single player that he's brought in has been abs- has hit the ground running. So I don't think he gets enough credit for that turnover in wages as well. Yeah. You know, um, United have got a lot better attitudes and a miles um, more free wage bill now. It should be quite a lot of money to spend this summer. We are challenging. Yeah, definitely. We're we're building from a good base now, I'd say. There's there's a lot to be said about team ethic, isn't there? That that was always my argument. I think Solskjaer's first point was... I. 
in the same way Klopp did, he's gone in and said, I have to get this team yeah. fighting, I have to get the fans yeah, to like yeah, them, yeah. I have to get them... That, no matter, ability will come later. Yeah, just go back three or four years with Leicester. Uh, you know, Leicester were never going to be... They weren't the greatest one to 11, were they? But the team ethic won in the league, uh, ultimately. You know, they, they, were just, they were just a brilliant team and, and, and played for each other. And that's what Ant's just mentioned about, you know, before about the... the Wanting to wanting to play for each other, and obviously Fernandez coming in has made a big difference. Not just obviously in regards to what he gives to us, but he's 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 given everybody else a push up the backside, and yeah, yeah. You know, they're playing probably 10, 15 percent more than what they were, you know, two yeah. months ago. And as to why he didn't come in last summer or even on the first of January, it just astounds me. It's just unbelievable. We could, we, we could have been six, seven points further up the league, probably. We were saying before uh, we said we'd probably be about ten points clear of Liverpool yeah. right now. Absolutely, yeah. Re- <laughs> no, we realistically though, we were saying before if he was. Signed earlier on in the summer, it would have been a lot in different. August, because yeah. That one, that one player can change all sides. <laughs> well, the thing he, he gives you, he, we said this before, but mm. we said, do you remember when when Tottenham sold Gareth Bale and they got a lot of money for yeah. him and they spent it on six or seven players and people thought what great business it was, mm. but you cannot replicate seven good footballers for one who, exactly. who produces moments like yeah. Bruno Fernandes did today with that quick flick. That that's the difference, and they are the difference makers that win your leagues, they win trophies, they you know they get you the moments that win your yeah, titles. Last time I can remember someone doing something like that was probably Cantona. It's just just something different, well, yeah, just yeah. his brain, and just, he's just, he is yeah. just like. It wasn't. It wasn't. his best. Ronaldo's. <laughs> well, yeah. no, but he wasn't. Ronaldo's a classic example of a player who. If you've got a solid team and a player with a moment of genius, you're going to win a lot of trophies. You, know, yeah. you watched Liverpool again yesterday, and it, it wasn't mm. great to watch, but they have this m- magnificent ability to be able to win games like without great snooker without players. We're always three or four shots ahead, aren't we? Yeah. And that's what Bruno Fernandes and the rest of them. You know, there are some still players who are going to be here next season who, who need to catch him up and, and be on his wavelength. And I do, that, f- and that I do feel like that's going to happen. That's happening already. How many games he played? Five. So yeah. I, I said yeah. when he signed, I was, our latest signed in January. You've got for me right off this season. Let him bed in. Let him get used to Manchester. All the rest of it. Let him settle in. Have a summer. You know, I'm guessing he'll play for Portugal if the Euros go ahead and all the rest of it. Um, and then obviously, then, and then you judge him on next season and who's going to be his, you know, his partner if you like in midfield, whether that's Pogba, whether that's McTominay, and next so next season is going to be even greater. It's interesting you mentioned that because um, after the game the other night at Derby, um, the, the, the people that were in the um, in the commentary booth was talking about the next steps for United um, and players who were achievable. And Robbie Savage believed that United were two or three top signings away from not just competing or not just making sure they got that top four. He thought they were two or three signings away from challenging for the league title. Yeah, no, I, I mean, from what we've seen of um, City this season, they're, they're hardly brilliant, are they? And they're, they're, can, they're going to the burnabout and being the better team. So, you know, world football at the moment, there's no team to be frightened of, is there? And I think that's um, United can really now... They've got a great base to sign three great players now, and um, hopefully next year we can have a. We suddenly look like a more attractive club as well. Yeah, don't well, we? Uh, we said before though, City are approaching another period of transition here, so United needs to be alert to that and get them players in some of that will actually, hopefully, overtake them in, and challenge Liverpool. Hopefully. Someone Next like, season, someone like but obviously Sancho is the obvious one. Yeah, someone yeah. like him, you know. Well, yeah. if, 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 it's still a good team when they're playing the game in the opposition half, aren't they? but in, in their own half, they're, they're not yeah. good at all, City yeah. now, are they? They're very good. We're not denying that they're a brilliant side. They really are. But uh, exactly, other teams have found out their weaknesses now, and well, you've seen it this season. I think they've lost seven games now this season, haven't they? So when they've not got the ball, yeah. they're, they're not the team they were at all anymore. Yeah. Definitely not. 
Um, just before we finish, we've not got much time today, but just before we finish, I'm going to talk about two players. Um, Anthony Martial is a player who always, you either notice him because he scored or you don't notice him at all. I can't think of many games since maybe Fulham away last year when he's had a genuinely good game. I thought Martial had a good game today, especially first half. I thought, he, I thought he'd give them a lot of problems. Blew me. No, no, I'm no. I have to admit, I'm one of his biggest. I'm one of his biggest critics, and I've said that for a while. After me. Yeah, well, yeah, we're the same on this, but it's well, listen, the, listen the pro- No, the problem is with him. He can he can play out of his skin like he's done today, and then next two or three games you won't you won't see him involved in the game and that's where a lot of his fans well, like give him a free pass which today a classic case well, of why he performs better when he's wider than he does through the middle maybe yeah but I, I want to see him like go to Spurs next week and do it as well now yeah. um, he's, you know, he's, he's been decent in the last month or so scored a couple of goals but he's still not consistent enough for me one more player and you mentioned him um, we've kept eight clean sheets now in ten uh, Harry Maguire you know, he's putting performances in that Van Dijk's been, you know, he's got a couple of goals in that time. He's putting performances now that Van Dijk's been raved about for a couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely don't understand what these Reds are watching me when they criticise him because I, 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 he's come in. He's by far the, a leader in that team, along with Fernandes, you know, and um, I, I'm really happy he's our club captain because, he's, you know, he's got really high standards. You can tell I saw him grabbing Williams today, talking yeah. to him. Sorry, man, talking to Luke Shaw through the game as well. And um, I'm so glad we've got him. Really people won't mention it. That's 20 clean sheets now as well. It is, isn't so, it? Apparently, yeah. only PSG who yeah. keeping mm. clean sheets against FC Baguette every week. Yeah, um, like Farmers League. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, as is tradition. Might be, might be a tricky one, this, because at the end of the first half, first half was cleaning my head, but we've got to pick a man of the match today, so... Um, you know what we we said in the first half, Martial. But I'm, I might change your mind. I'm going to yeah, go with Fred. Fair play, Fred. Yeah. Fred had a steady game. Mm. You pick Fred every week now no, these days. No, it's not Fred. No, Fred was decent, but um, the man next to him for me, Matic. I'm going Bruno Fernandez just for that um, goal. You know, he, he also could have had a few. He could have had a few other chances as well. Just seems to be everywhere. One minute I'm watching him on the flank. The next minute, I'm watching him run into the box to that where he could, um, you know, could get onto the end of a cross. He just seems to be everywhere to me, and I'm really glad United got him. Am I right in saying Matic is going to sign a new contract? Well, yeah, he signed it. it. Yeah, he signed it. Two years. Yeah. It's all sure confirmed. Just go back three or four months. He was frozen out, wasn't he? Yeah. October, November, December. Well, well, them injuries have brought him back into the side, haven't they? And he's he's frozen again today. He was like, like he was, you know six, seven years ago at Chelsea. I thought he was brilliant today. Well, um, Matic, Matic has now played two and a half games against City in the last uh, month or so and we've not conceded a goal Scored against him. Well. So, and I also got a goal himself. So, yeah, I can see where you come from that. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to go with Harry Maguire. So, for once, we're not actually going to give a proper man of the match. But I think... No, but, th- no, but I think that just goes to show that for yeah. once, you know, we, we, we can't... Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of players today who, who put their hands up and, and put an eight out of ten shift in against... You know, whether you like it, well. whether you like yeah. them or not, whether you like them or not, it, the, you know, they're, they're still a good side. Um, that, you know, they, they will be back. Um, but a great day, great day for Manchester United fans. <laughs> Feeling that we're all on our way back. That it's not just another false dawn. That Solskjaer is getting it right, and with two or three more additions in the summer, we can genuinely be a real threat. But before then, we've got um, we've got an FA Cup quarter final, very winnable. 
We've got a Europa League last 16, very winnable. We've got a run of fixtures now that, on paper, um, we might have struggled on early in the season, but that was prior to us signing um, someone like Fernandez and a striker who gets the goals like Igalo does. So there's so much to look forward to and, and we all can't wait for the next game. We should we should win there, but a draw probably won't be the worst result there now. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the meantime, thank you to everyone who bought the, the new Megafuzz. Um, thank you to everyone who bought them after the game, who, who bought one based on the premise that we offered them a free fuck-off city with every mag. Um, and we made sure we gave them as, as well. Um, but in the meantime, Planet Manchester United again, as I said, is a good place to be in. And we're all looking forward to the next game. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you for... Uh, what's the next game? Last game. Last game Thursday. Yeah, it'll just be the hardcore again from that. But yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.